1: side for Elba, Elba will score, Elba will score, Newcastle has won, but G'day, guys. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru podcast. Tomorrow night, we have got the Penrith Panthers taking on the Melbourne Storm in the prelim final. And of course, uh, all the light, all, all the spotlight is on the Penrith Panthers going for their third premiership in a row. Uh, if they manage to beat the Melbourne Storm and then go on to win the grand final next week, they are the red hot favourite to do so at the moment. They've obviously got guys like uh, Harry Grant, Jerome Hughes, Cam Munster still standing in their way. So, still a long way to go. There's no doubt about that. But. They are at about $2 or so to take out this premiership. Very short favourites. We know they are a better team come September and uh, the little taste of September footy we've got from the Panthers so far this this year. Uh, it's been pretty fucking impressive. Obviously dismantling the New Zealand Warriors who were without SJ but you know, Panthers without Jerome Luai, without Isaac Tungo are uh, still missing a number of troops there. They've now got all those guys back. I've just seen on Instagram a couple of hours ago that those guys will feature in there. So the Penrith Panthers, uh, they are looking cherry ripe for me at the moment. I did see say earlier on Bloke in a Bar this week that it's funny. I remember, you know, jumping on a podcast two years ago with Isaac over at YKTR Sports and, you know, we're looking at this Penrith, Penrith Panthers-Melbourne Storm game and I just sat there and sort of went, mate, I, I just, I, I can't see a way that Penrith win this game and Nate Cleary came out and shocked the world, knocked over the Melbourne Storm and it looks so obvious now uh, but back then, you know, the Melbourne Storm were like a a thirty, dollar forty or something to win that game. Uh, so you, you can never rule teams out but for me, I do think the Penrith Panthers win this one and I think Nate Cleary's going to have a heavy hand in it. Obviously a bit of talk this week. Uh, injured his finger during the week. Uh, from my understanding is that that's all sweet. He'll be ready to go. Just part of footy. Um, it's wild. I remember, you know, I've only just a finger once, but good God, it rattled the shit out of me. These guys, uh, they're just they're just cut from different cloth, you know. Uh, so, Nathan Cleary, he will be out there. And, uh, you know, I've spoken about it a lot over the years and I'll always stand by it. And I'll give you a little heads up. If you don't like hearing people praise Nathan Cleary and talk about where he could go, do yourself a favour. Turn the podcast off now go listen to another one, go do anything else because it's probably going to infuriate you here. Uh, but I do generally think that Nath could become one of the greatest of all time. Uh, he's obviously won two premierships, got a Clive Church, who's already lost a grand final. Uh, he's 25 years old. So with the way that, you know, players are going at the moment and the way that guys, how long guys are playing in the NRL now, he could still have another 10 years up his sleeve. And he's probably, well, he is not at his best just yet. Despite his club football being unbelievable, state of origin is still something he's got to conquer. Uh, but he's got 10 10- years to do so and I'm going to back him in to do it so you can't put him in that top echelon right now, no way, because he hasn't dominated Origin and that's the biggest stage for me but the next biggest stage is finals footy and he's absolutely brained it there, there's no doubt about that, Uh, but I was having a look at some of his... Uh, at an article that I saw, I'm just going to get it up now. Now, this is in the Sydney Morning Herald uh, and it's titled The Goat Debate. Uh, what they did before they turned 26. And it, it, it narrows it down to four key players. Uh, Cameron Smith, Andrew Johns, Jonathan Thurston and of course, Nathan Cleary. So before they were 26 years of age, this is what they had achieved. So as far as NRL games, Nathan Cleary, he had played. he's played the most. He's played 157 games of first grade. He's 25 years old. So, pretty crazy to think that, you know, he's potentially only, he's potentially less than halfway through his career and he's at 157 right now. Uh, He's had a couple of injuries over the last few years too. So, it's not like he's had an absolute glory run, but he has played a lot of footy from a young age. So, Nath Cleary's at 157 games exactly the same as what Cameron Smith was at when he was at uh, uh, 26 years of age. So obviously Cam Smith, he played longer than just about anyone ever has before and played more games than anyone ever has before. And I'm not expecting Cleary to be able to match that record from Cam Smith. That would just be fucking ridiculous. Uh, But I mean, he's a sniff to do it. I don't think he will personally, but he's a sniff to do it. Um, So yeah, 157 games, the same as Cameron Smith. Andrew Johns had played 137, so only 20-odd less. Uh, And Jonathan Thurston had played 120. Obviously took JT a little bit longer going to get into first grade because he was such a smaller body and whatnot. Uh, But yeah, not much difference realistically. Even Thurston uh, 120 games compared to Cleary, 157. 37 games uh, uh, about a season half. I guess it is a big difference, but it's not like miles and miles apart. Uh, Their NRL win percentage I think is really interesting. So Jonathan Thurston, his win percentage in the NRL was at 55.8%. Andrew Johns was at 58.4%. Cameron Smith was at 69.4%. So pretty bloody impressive there from Smithy. Um, Nathan Cleary is sitting at 70.1. And granted, he's had, you know, two or three really dominant years, but he came into a side before that that wasn't overly dominant. Uh, they were handy, you know, made, made finals on, on a couple of occasions, but pretty impressive to be sitting at 70%. When you think about Cameron Smith uh, and, you know, playing in, in the early parts of his career, you know, they, they made a number of grand finals and whatnot, same as the Panthers, to be sitting at 69.4%, pretty impressive. Uh, finals finals appearances, Nathan Cleary's had the most finals appearance out of all of them with 16. Cameron Smith, he has had 14, he had final, 14 finals appearances by that point Uh, Andrew Johns had had nine and Jonathan Thurston had nine as well keep in mind that Thurston JT obviously went to uh, went through the 2004 grand final one on I'm not sure if he actually played in that final series now I think about it because he came into the grand final late Uh, but yeah you know obviously Cleary's played the most finals games out of those guys You know, he's beaten Cameron Smith by two. He's beaten Joey and JT by seven. Uh, Finals win percentage. So your win percentage in finals footy. And look, once again, obviously the Panthers, they've had a very good run the last few years, but that's what a win percentage is. Uh, 68.8% finals win percentage for Nathan Cleary so far in his career. Cameron Smith at the same age, 64%. Joey, 55%. And Thurston at 66%. So Thurston's was actually higher um, than what... Cameron Smith's was granted. Thurston only played nine games compared to 14. You can look at that either way, though. Uh, Grand final appearances. Nathan Cleary currently sitting on three. Uh, Cameron Smith had two. Joey had one. And Thurston had two as well. So, uh, you know, he'll... At the end of the day, Cleary will still be um, – sorry, that was before uh, they turned 26. So, yeah, Cleary 3, uh, Cameron Smith 2, Joey 1, Andrew Johns, uh Jonathan Thurston 2. I was going to add another one to Nathan Cleary if he makes it next week, but then he, obviously that, that was before 26. Uh, premierships. Uh, Cleary's one 2, Cameron Smith's won 1. Obviously, there's the salary cap drama. I'll let you guys make up your own mind there. Joey 1 and Jonathan Thurston 1. So – at the moment, Cleary's sitting pretty dominant for all those sort of things. I think he's won every single one of those so far. Um, I, I, I don't know how much you want to look into this stat, realistically, but uh, field goals before they turn 26, so I guess your ice big moments and whatnot. Uh, Nathan Cleary's had 15. Cameron Smith had zero. He was a hooker, though, that had Cooper Cronk, so you can't really look into that. Um, Andrew Johns had 15, pretty impressive, and Thurston had two. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, read into that what you will. I guess it comes down to the moments you're in. I guess if, you know, maybe Thurston kicked less field goals at that part of his career because he won so many games earlier in it. Say whatever you want. I don't look into that one too heavily. But it is interesting to see that Nathan Cleary's had 15, same as Joey at that same point. Uh, Tries scored, and this is where Cleary really blows him out of the park, and I think this is where uh, he's got just such a good running game. You can put it down to how the modern game's played. I'm not sure how you want to look at it, but Nathan Cleary, 55 tries. Cameron Smith, 24. Obviously a hooker, so eh. Uh, Andrew Johns, 35. And Jonathan Thurston, 42. So, you know, he's 20 20 tries clear of Andrew Johns there. And, you know, know, 12 odd tries, 13 tries clear of Jonathan Thurston. So pretty impressive. Um, What have we got here? Points. This is the interesting one. Points. Um, Nathan Cleary is sitting on 1,391. Cameron Smith was sitting on 804. Once again, he scores a lot more tries and whatnot, I guess. But still a pretty big gap there. Joey was on 1,051. Keep in mind... That Joey and Cameron Smith obviously went on to hold the record for most points ever scored in NRL history. I think Cam Smith does still hold it, uh, I think. I I think they overtook Hazemel Masri there. So pretty impressive for Nath to be you know, what is he? Almost 600 points in front of Cameron Smith at this point of his career. Jonathan Thurston had 596. Uh, Obviously JT though, wasn't the first choice goal kicker at Canterbury and stuff. Uh, And I'm not even sure if he was the first choice goal kicker when he arrived at the Cowboys. Maybe he was, but uh, still obviously those stats are a little bit skewed for JT. He wasn't the main guy in his team when he first came into first grade. And he's of course played a lot less games as well. So you need to take that in consideration. State of origin. Uh, um, this is actually the first stat that he hasn't won. So, games played, Nathan Cleary's played 14 Origins. Cameron Smith's played 17, so he's got the most there. Andrew Johns, 13. Jonathan Thurston, 12. So, uh, Nathan Cleary sitting three below Cameron Smith, one above Andrew Johns for games played. Origin win percentage. Uh, Nathan Cleary's sitting at 50%, so that's Origin wins. He's won 50% of his games. Cameron Smith, 58%. Andrew Johns, 46%. Jonathan Thurston, 58%. Uh, now, I would say this, and I I think this has to be pointed out to be fair to both sides of the argument. As I said, Nath Cleary hasn't really dominated the Origin or any yet. He has played quite a lot of it um, and he's won quite a lot of it to be fair. But I feel like when Cameron Smith, Joey and JT were 26, they'd left their mark on Origin and I knew going into every game, fuck, one of the, these three are going to be the best on the field for their team. Nath Cleary, not quite at that point yet. So yes, while the stats might say 50% win rate, he hasn't really owned an Origin series yet and he hasn't really dominated at that stage just yet. So that's a box that he still needs to click. But if he does... Jesus, he could, he could lift that win percentage up very, very quickly. But he's going up against a pretty tough Queensland side at the moment, so that's going to be interesting. But that I think that one is a little bit skewed, especially when you look at Andrew Johns at 46.1% compared to uh, Nathan Cleary at 50%. I think that's very skewed. Joey was, without a doubt, the better origin player uh, at age 26 than what Nathan Cleary is right now. Uh, test matches. This one's a little bit skewed as well, probably away from Cleary. Uh, where, how much you want to look into this, that's up to you. Uh, Nathan Cleary's only played five tests for Australia obviously COVID and everything derailed that uh, pretty heavily once he was at the point to be selected for the Kangaroos uh, COVID hit and you know it was very hard for him to get into that side when he was so dominant got into the World Cup last year and hasn't lost a game to be fair so he's at 100% but all their win rates are pretty high Cam Smith's at 85.7 uh, he'd played 14 games at that point Joey had played 10 he was at 90% and Thurston had played 11 and he was at 91% so read into that what you will Nate Cleary has not lost a game for the Kangaroos yet uh but realistically, is that saying too much? Probably not. It's been one competition, um, so yeah, I, I don't read into that too heavily, to be honest with you. Uh, <laughs> probably the stat I read into the absolute fucking least is World Cups. By the time they were twenty six, it all depends on when the World Cup is. If you're in it, hey, you know all that sort of shit. So uh, World Cups. Nathan Cleary's got one. So does Andrew Johns. Thurston and uh, Smithy didn't have one. So. Um, And and look, actually, to be fair, I'm looking down the bottom now. It's got a little asterisk saying that uh, Nathan Cleary doesn't turn 26 until November 14. So he could potentially still add another grand final and another premiership. Let's say that he does do that. Let's say he ticks all the boxes and he adds both of those. Uh, Premierships would be three to Nathan Cleary, one to Smith, one to Johns. One to Thurston. Uh, So that would be pretty dominant. Grand finals uh, would be four to Cleary, two to Smith, one to John's two to Jonathan Thurston. One of those for JT obviously came off the bench for Canterbury. So uh, once again, read into that what you will. You've got to remember as well, Cameron Smith, obviously the salary cap drama. How you want to read into that, I don't know. I'll let you decide that. But I I just, I don't, especially for club football, Origin 100%, I'm happy to hear the argument and I don't disagree with you, with Cleary, but club football, um, there is no doubt whatsoever he is pushing himself into that top echelon. Uh, You also have a look at, for example, Clive Churchill medals. um, Nathan Cleary, he's got one let's say absolute best case scenario he wins two next year uh, n- next week uh, you know that would obviously elevate him Cameron Smith never won a Clive Churchill probably very controversially I think he should have won two or three so I feel sorry for Cam Smith in that regard Joey obviously got it in 0-1 and Thurston obviously got it in 2015 so Clive Churchills look I, I think they have to be taken into consideration because you are the best player um, on the biggest day of the season and I think that has to stand for something uh, I-, I-, I think it should have a lot more importance than what it does uh, but obviously some Sometimes they're controversial and whatnot. So, you know, I think right now you can see that Nate Cleary, he is on a path to something very, very special with some of these greatest players of all time. And I think that if he wins another premiership and takes home a Clive Churchill, absolute best case scenario over the next two weeks, Jesus Christ! It becomes very, very hard to argue. Even if he just wins another premiership, that elevates him again. So something to consider. Uh, but there is no doubt whatsoever, guys. He obviously has to uh, go to the Origin arena and dominate over the next few years because that's where that's where you know rugby league folklore is written realistically, so, and you have to take your game to that next level on that big stage. So plenty of boxes to tick still. But guys, I, I just I don't think you can really argue with the numbers about the sort of player that Nathan Cleary is and where he could potentially get to in his career. Uh, and you know what? He might not win another grand final. He, not, he might not make another grand final for the rest of his career. That could quite possibly happen, and all of this is squished straight away. But based on where he is right now and what he has achieved early in his career, if he manages to improve and get better, which tends to happen with halves who are in good football sides, which he genuinely is because he's built a good football side around him, um, You know, he, he, he really could explode over the next few seasons. The other one they don't have here is the Dally M's. Um Now... Obviously, Cleary doesn't have a Daly M. I would say by 26, Cameron Smith would have had one or two. Thurston definitely would have had one or two. He might have even had three, to be honest with you. I think he had two by this point. He obviously won it in 05, I think 07. Uh, And I think Joey had a few by this point as well. So that's the other thing that definitely puts Nathan Cleary below. Uh, They haven't featured it in this article, which I really don't think is fair. It is kind of skewed a little bit to Nathan Cleary. Uh, But I think you do need to include Daly M medals. Similar to the Clive Churchill, it isn't the greatest system. It isn't the perfect system, but I think it does need to be taken into regard. It is the uh, the crowning jewel. If you want to go deeper, Nathan Cleary has obviously come second on a number of occasions. I think he's come second twice in the Dahlia medals, and they've been you know, pretty tough ones to lose. I think Jack and shocked a lot of people. I think Nath was second that year, and obviously Tom Tervojevic, he only played 15 games of football, but he absolutely killed it. But, you know, the other argument to that is, yeah, like, sure, it's probably one of the greatest seasons of all time, you know, with the rules and everything. Greatest seasons of all time by Tommy Turbo. But the other argument is, well, hold on, Turbo only played 15 fucking games. You should have been able to beat him. So there's arguments both sides on that, 100%. There's no denying that. Uh, but I do just think, guys, that Nathan Cleary, I think he will be a very, very special player. I've said it for a number of Years now, and I've always believed it. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just interesting comparing to these other greats and these guys, Smith. Johns Thurston you think about when they're 26 years old do do any of them have any of them achieved the moments that we remember them for just yet in my opinion no Joey remember him for you know the 01 premiership and the 05 um, state of origin series so those moments hadn't even occurred yet JT he will always be remembered for some of his origin heroics by this point he'd only played 12 origins he hadn't really established himself as the main guy in that team uh, and of course the 2015 grand final so his moments were to come and Smithy Jesus, take your pick. Uh, Whatever you want to select as his crowning moment, I don't know. But there was about eight still to come in his career. So 26, very, very early on. Potentially, we look back at Nathan Cleary's career and goes, hey, the the top shelf moment was winning back-to-back premierships. Uh, Potentially, it could be winning three premierships. Potentially, it could be moments to come in the future. So very, very interesting. It could go either way. We'll see how it plays out. But if I was putting money on Nathan Cleary to end up in that top 0.1% of players ever at the I would back him in. Doesn't mean I'm right 100%. If you disagree, that's completely fine. Uh, but I, th- I still think even if you disagree... Just sit back and enjoy his career and just enjoy what you're watching. In case it does turn out to be one of the greats ever, you don't want to look back and go, fuck, I missed the whole thing because I was carrying on like a tit pretending like the guy couldn't play. He can play. There is no doubt about that. He is a very, very good footballer who could turn into a great footballer over the next few years. So don't push back on it too heavily. Just enjoy it whilst it's here. You might be lucky enough to witness one of the greats and be able to tell people in the future you got to watch the whole thing up close and personal. Pretty special stuff. I do hope that Nath Cleary gets to this level. We obviously had him on the podcast about two years ago. Very, very exciting moment for me. I was very confident at that point he was going to go on to achieve great things and hopefully he keeps ticking boxes.
0: it.